Welcome to Coaches on a Mission. I'm your host, Dallas Travers, and this show is for you if you're a values-driven coach and you want a sustainable business you're truly proud of. My guest today is Terrell Cherry. Terrell uses tools such as hypnosis, meditation, breathwork, and tarot to help people create breakthroughs and gain a ton of clarity on what shifts are asking to come forward. So Terrell is obsessed with manifestation, and he loves helping spiritual entrepreneurs who want to unlock the confidence to step into a leadership role as a healer and build a thriving business that's supports the life they dream of living. So during our conversation, Terrell and I talk about that dance between manifesting your goals and taking concerted action to bring those goals to life. We talk about how personal manifestation meets up with broader systemic issues such as racism and inequity. And he even shares a totally banana story about how he manifested a bunch of money, exactly what he needed in fact, in in a surprising and very unexpected way. So if you want to bring more manifestation magic into your life without losing your edge or your motivation, you're going to love everything Terrell has to offer. Let's dig into it. Hi, Terrell. Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. I don't know how I first, you just showed up in my Instagram feed one day. <laughs> and I was just immediately enamored, right? So I started binging your content. So I sort of feel like we're friends already, even though this is really the first time we've ever actually spoken. So I'm really <laughs> grateful that you're on the show and excited to dive in. Yeah, I think same. I found you and something happened, I think, where you had switched Instagram handles. And yeah. uh, it was like, there was a disconnect there. And it really does. It's a wonder when I when I notice like somebody's not in my space anymore. <laughs> and through your Instagram, I found your podcast and I was listening to your podcast. And I think I realized that that's why I hadn't really seen your content that much anymore. Oh, you know, yes. And so I just remember these little specs. So it is really nice to actually like meet in person and yeah. in person. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know today we're going to talk about manifestation and hypnosis. And I'm really looking forward to this conversation because I have experience with hypnosis for to heal trauma. I've never even, to be honest, considered it until I met you as a tool for manifestation. And I tend to be someone who is such a believer in hard work. I am aware that I likely block my own manifestation abilities because I try to control the process so hard. So selfishly speaking, this is going to be a really helpful conversation for me. And I know our listeners are going to be excited to hear your thoughts. So the place I want to begin, can you talk about that dance or that balance between doing the work, taking action and manifesting? Yes, absolutely. And I, I love that because, you know, one of my I have like three key ingredients for manifestation and action is actually an ingredient, right? Taking the action, doing the thing. And when I think about manifesting or when you hear about manifestation, you really hear, you really want to understand that you attract or you create from like your set point, like who you are, right? Your identity in all of these things. And so when you're taking action and, and let's really talk about it, if you're taking action in your business, if you're doing things, doing the content creation, or you, you have creative endeavors, 
you're taking this action in trust, right? Because you believe in, in that process. So I think that when you take action towards your goal, you are inputting that sense of belief and that sense of trust, right? If I wanted to become a content creator, I have to then create content, right? And this action really starts to play into what you believe. And a lot of people will start I'm just going to use creating content to keep it in line. But, you know, a lot of people who have a desire to create content, want to be a content creator, they will begin and they'll start and they have this dream, they have this aspiration, and maybe something comes up where they're not getting the traction that they thought they should, or things aren't really turning out the way that they wanted to. And two things either happen. If you have a subconscious belief that it's hard, it's not going to work out. There's so many different beliefs, right? So if you have these kind of programs running, you may be disconnected from the whole process altogether by not seeing the results, right? Does that make sense? And so the -hmm. motivation really starts to die down quicker. But let's imagine I'm meant to do this. I'm supposed to be here. I have something to say. I believe in myself. And you create content anyway, because it inspires you, it drives that belief in you, it drives the identity that you're wanting to create. And so I really think this is where the the actions start to play in with manifestation. Right. Here's what I understand that you shared. So when I take action, whether I'm aware of it or not, I believe in the action I'm taking, right? But if I'm not consciously aware of the limiting beliefs, or even consciously in a manifestation mindset, I could lose steam on the actions when my expectations are not met. So my mindset or the beliefs I hold are the foundation that allow me to then take action more consistently. Yes, absolutely. When you think about manifestation, and I really try to take I try to take the magic out of manifestation, meaning yeah. I, want, <laughs> I want it to be more pragmatic, right? I want it to mm-hmm. be more of something that people really believe in, like they just automatically believe in gravity. Mm-hmm. So there are things that you can do to manifest with precision. And so, and I think that's a lot of the things that, that people get confused about when they think that manifestation is outside of themselves. And it's just a magic trick or a genie or especially here on social media, I see a lot of the quick fixes of manifestation, just do this thing and that will appear. And for me, I'm like, if you're manifesting, if you're always manifesting from your inner world, if you're always creating from your inner resource, you're manifesting the things that match your beliefs, period. Right? So... (laughs) You take action towards something and it manifests your belief. Yes. Okay. I want to know more about manifestation with precision. Ooh. So tell me how to yeah. do that. Manifesting <laughs> with. <laughs> now, here's the thing because you mentioned earlier about getting in your way with manifesting, right? I try to control circumstances a lot and I try to, I really want to put a lot of effort into my manifesting. And I think sometimes that gets in the way. And I I totally believe that. And I think there's a balance between ease 
and flow yeah. and, and really taking that action and returning to the action and putting in that kind of energy. Now, manifesting with precision, manifesting, manifesting the exact ideals that you want, right? And when I say I am going to create a six-figure business. Yeah. Okay. So you then realize, okay, there are certain areas that I need to work on to create that. You know, one of the things that I've been realizing within myself was what is a six-figure mindset, (laughs) right? (laughs) What is a six-figure mindset? What are six-figure behaviors? There are so many components to creating this reality that I want. And this is where that pragmatic intention setting really comes in. And so when you're manifesting with precision, you realize there's so many areas to it that need to have your attention. So you're consistent with your mindset. You're consistent with your action take. You're consistent with the the visualization or the process or the belief, right? There's consistency here that keeps you on track so that there's no other way but to hit that bullseye. Okay. What I re- oh, this is so illuminating, Terrell, because what I heard you say was, all right, you can have this vision. We'll use six-figure business as the example. I have a vision for a six-figure business, but if I don't have one, I don't actually know yet what the details are around like the actual picture of a six-figure business, the mindset, the support that I need, the practices, the habits. So manifesting with precision is about getting more granular Mm-hmm. Yeah, to, like to paint a clearer picture and then consistently putting your practice in place toward that clearer picture. Yeah, that's perfect. And one of the things that I've really been loving is the reframe of manifestation, not being the end goal isn't the thing, right? The end goal isn't the six figure business. Manifestation yeah. is the process to getting there. That's manifestation. Manifestation is the learning. It's the unlearning. It's the sifting through and figuring out, do I like that? Don't I like that? Did this work? (laughs) That doesn't work. How am I being every single day? Who am I every single day? And there's a decision here. Right. So manifestation is about like how we, the beauty of it is the way it shifts, the way we relate to ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. I, I honestly think I honestly believe that manifesting is about self-mastery. I think that's that's the number one thing. There is, when you aren't, there's this quote, when we are no longer able to change a situation, we're challenged to change ourselves. And that's by Viktor Frankl. And that is like the banner <laughs> for manifestation, for me at least, you know? Because oftentimes when we say, I want to manifest this thing, but it's not working, it's not happening, it's not coming, you have to go back to the drawing board and figure out, okay, so am I inconsistent with my mindset? Am I talking about things that I don't want? Do I have these beliefs that really need to be shifted and reframed? And do I have any emotional blocks? Like all of these things, you go back to the drawing board and you really begin to focus on you. You're the access to all creation. So what feedback or support do you give a client who might be using manifestation against themselves? And here's what I mean. Like if I create my reality or if I, like if I'm capable of manifesting what I need and this bad thing happens, 
that means therefore I am broken in some way. So what, like, what's your stance on that? And this even goes to a broader picture. Like there are such things and you know, this way better than I do Terrell as systemic racism, right? So how does manifestation fit for the individual fit when there are certain frameworks in place that are like bigger than the individual person? I was literally thinking about this question today. I was like talking to myself about it because oh, um, <laughs> I'm an only child. So I, t- I have a lot of conversations <laughs> with myself, uh, <laughs> especially about racism and it being a part of the world. And I'm reading this book, Buddhism, Plain and Simple. And I'm at this particular part of the book where it is saying there is really everything is neutral in the world, right? So we live in an objective reality. And there, yeah, there are things that are happening that are unjust, right? Like there are all of this stuff, especially like racism, homophobia. There's a number of things in the world that are unjust. And I was like, how do I frame this as as it being neutral? Or how do I really explain mm-hmm. what's what's happening? And in this book, it really talks about keeping, being aware of what's going on around you, but not allowing it to dictate how you proceed in your own space, right? And so for me, for instance, I can, if I'm looking around and saying, oh, everybody's racist, poor me, I am POC, I am LGBTQ, I have all of these things going against me. It's too hard. It's too rough. This can't work. I'm seeing people just getting killed and violence and the world is scary. This creates more of that momentum, right? So that then you're creating a belief of the world is unsafe for me. And this is where that motivation starts to come in. So then you might not be so motivated to put yourself out there. You may look at everybody through a lens of unsafe and untrustworthy. And this is one of the things that really do cause more suffering, right? Because now I'm in this reality where things are always bad, always bad, always bad. Now, yeah, do I see racism and do I have I experienced it before? Absolutely, for sure. But, and do I need to take that on as like something's wrong with me or that I can't be successful or that I can't help people? Not at all, right? There's this, it really is about having a neutral vision for things and understanding you put meaning on top of everything. Nothing comes to you with meaning. You have meaning. And if you want to go into the spirituality realm and and understanding how how challenges and shifting and changing really creates, if you're witnessing hate, you have to understand that on the opposite side of that spectrum is love. And if we're teetering in one thing, there's going to be a tipping point that eventually people say like, not enough. And you really are kind of, you're starting to see that more and more where people are saying, this isn't who I want to be. This isn't what I want to see in the world. And yeah, I'm going to stop there because I feel like I could talk in circles with that, but yeah, it's a big question. <laughs> yeah. But what I'm so, really getting from what you shared was so injustices can exist, and I can choose how I want those truths to affect the way I 
show up, affect the way I relate to myself and the way I relate to the life that I want to create. So Absolutely. manifesting is not just about positive thinking and pretending that injustices don't exist, but it is about separating my myself or my perception of self from the things that may be unjust. Is that? Yes. And so, you know, there's no bypassing here. And one of the things that I'm trying, one of the things that I'm really wanting to do more of is talk about the vision that I want to see, not perpetuate the things that I hate seeing, right? Or because you honestly can't educate people by only reflecting on what you're angry about or what you're upset about and berating them over the head about these things. You have to start really talking about the things that that you want to see. So if I want to see more acceptance, if I want to see more love, if I want to see more people like me in spaces that I think they need to be in, that's what I want to talk about. And that's what you bring attention to. And that is how you begin to create and generate that shift, right? Because now your focus is way over here And that's what you become that vision, the more you focus on it. I think when I'm talking to a client and they are stressed out and they're anxious about things and all they can do is tell me what's going wrong in their life. And I'm like, okay, you're A, becoming addicted to this emotion, right? Right. You're becoming kind of really engrossed in this. And we want to shift your focus into just recognizing even the littlest bit of things that are going well, because that is how you begin to train your very pliable, malleable brain to, to shift and start to see things in a different way. Yeah, that's really well said. The most common and most dangerous question other coaches ask me is this, what more should I be doing? This question, it keeps you stuck scrambling every month to find more clients, throwing a launch together at the very last minute, or just trying to put together some semblance of a business strategy from all the free stuff you can find online. So instead of asking, what more should I be doing? The real question here is, how can I do less? Or where can I go deeper? These are the questions we'll tackle inside a brand new class for coaches called The Coach Class. So if you're tired of winging it, second guessing yourself at every turn, or working way too hard to keep your business running, The Coach Class could just change your life. Go to watchthecoachclass.com right now to grab your free spot inside this special webinar. You know, there is an easier path to six figures and the coach class will show it to you. Registration is open this week. So again, the URL is watchthecoachclass.com. I will see you over there. Okay, I want to shift gears a little bit because I know, oh, actually, no, I don't, not yet. Will you please tell us the story of your wildest manifestation? My wildest manifestation, absolutely. (laughs) It's crazy because I really want to start this because I was thinking about it the other day as well. And I was like, I wish I wouldn't have done some random thing in my life, right? And it was was years ago. I wish I would have, why didn't, because, oh, um, well, I'm in school and I'm back in school. And I was like, I wish I would have actually did this a lot earlier. Why did I stop? Why did I do all? And I was going back in time and I was just kind of retracing my steps. And I was like, well, if I never would have done these things, I wouldn't have met people who took me to Australia. So I'm in Australia 
And I'm working with a coach and I'm complaining about my job, as most people do. I had, I'm like, I'm tired of teaching fitness. I really don't want to be in this. I, I just feel tired all the time. I don't feel like it's doing anything, fulfilling me the way that it used to. And she says, why don't you quit? And I said, because I need money. And <laughs> she goes, okay, so how much money do you need? And off the top of my head, I was like, you know, 50K would be great because if I had $50,000, I could focus, I could live, and I, I could probably do, I could probably live off of that for three months and really, really focus on creating my business and helping people. So she's like, okay, so how do you want to do that? How are you going to do it? And I was like, well, I'm going to focus on coaching. I'm going to focus on finding clients. And we worked on my price point and we worked on all these things. And that was my game plan. I started reading mm-hmm. Think and Grow Rich. And there's a prompt in here to write this affirmation about having the money in your presence, seeing it in your bank account, and you know exactly how you're going to get the money and what you're going to do with the money and why it's going to help. And so I read this out and, you know, I would wake, I had to teach, I was teaching 6am classes. And so in the morning, it's pitch black at night. I have this screenshot of, of my affirmation. I'm reading it on the way to work every single day. This was, I think, like in August. And at this time, I'm on Instagram and this ad pops up and it's like very specific. Are you an American living in Australia who loves music? And I was like, yes. (laughs) And who teaches fitness classes at 6 (laughs) a.m. Exactly, right? And I was like, I deal with music every single day. I love music. Music is like, I love it. So I'm... You know, like sign up for this once in a lifetime opportunity, da 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 da. And I was like, okay, whatever. So I put my name in and send them my email and my phone number, and I don't think anything about it. A couple of months go by, and I get a phone call, and it's like, hey, you signed up for this thing. Uh, are you still interested? And I was like, sure. What is it? And they're like, it's a game show. It's a music game show. And if you want to go through the audition process, this is what you need to do. So I go through this whole audition process. And they're asking me about my music trivia and I'm on Zoom and going through this thing. And I find out that the show is called Name That Tune. And okay. Name That Tune is like an old show that used, to, yeah. that used to be on. And so they're rebooting it. And I got through the whole process and they're like, great, you're going to be on the show. And you have an opportunity to win big, huge money. So I'm on this show and come to find out the pot is $100,000. And so I'm on this show competing against one other person. And again, I'm still thinking, you know, I'm just going to be here and be on the show and maybe I'll get 50, maybe I'll get $100,000. Maybe, you know, that, that would be really cool. In the end, I end up, I don't win $100,000. I will say that. <laughs> I don't win $100,000, but at the very end, I walk away with $51,000. And yeah, I ended up walking away with $51,000. And my first thought was, I wrote that out. Like that is the 50K that I was wanting. And it was major. My second thought was, I really should have been focusing on 100K. Um, You know, (laughs) I was like, I really should have been focusing on 100K. But it was really a moment for me. Now, that was my biggest manifestation. I've had so many other manifestations. I've manifested two jobs, mm-hmm. uh, three very specific jobs. I've manifested, I've manifested a lot of different things, but that yeah. was one of the biggest things where I realized, okay, my focus really is key. And 
I started thinking about money in a different way and like my relationship to money and the glass ceiling that I think we all kind of have when it comes to money. Mm -hmm. And that's where I started just re really, really thinking about what it is that I, that I want to create in my life. Yeah. I love that story. I was just waiting. I knew it was going to have a good ending, but I, I was, it was still <laughs> so suspenseful. Um, it definitely was one of those things that like, <laughs> if I hadn't been in Australia, that wouldn't have been a possibility. Like that, right. the only reason why I was on that show was because I was an American who happened to be living in Australia at the time, at the like height of COVID. Right. Well, and so what I really took from that story, because just relating it back to what I said about how, and actually a note I wrote down, given what you shared earlier was like more action won't fix broken beliefs. Mm. So if I would have been in that circumstance, it would have been so easy for me to get really hooked in on the one path to 50K. And I likely wouldn't have even entered my name in that drawing because that was too far outside of the path I thought was the like the straightest line to my goal. So that's a good lesson for me is, and maybe you can speak into that a little bit, but yeah. like that, that openness or. You never know. Like, and that is one of the things that I get so caught up on is like, we do have these paths, right? Like it has to be this way. This is how I see it going. This is how I see it happening. Now I was open to it and I don't, I'm like really trying to put myself back into that mindset of why I even applied, but I wasn't thinking that that was going to be the way that I made 50K. Like when I put my name in there, that wasn't like, oh, maybe this will be, you know, it really wasn't the thing. But yeah, I did realize, whoa, I had this plan. I had this idea, but being open to, to something else, you have no idea what's possible. And I was talking about mm -hmm. this on another podcast of like, what I think really was really cool about the world we live in is you can meet somebody that you did not know existed. You could be 50 yeah. years old and you didn't know this person existed. And all of a sudden they are a huge part of your world. They change your life, right? Things happen in an instant. And they happen in ways that you don't even, you can't even imagine. And we have to keep that sense of possibility. I, get out of the how. Get away from the how. If you're stuck on how something's going to happen and you're trying to manifest it, you are just throwing, you're throwing speed bumps, you're throwing spike strips, you're throwing all of these things in front of your path, slowing you down to where you want to be. Let go of the how. Just get into the feeling of what you want, get into the desire, get into this is going to happen, find your excitement any way you can, but get out of that how, because you just can't figure it out. Yeah. Maybe let it be a mystery, right? Let it be. Okay. Let's get a little more specific because yes. I know that you practice hypnosis. So can you mm -hmm. connect the dots? We've had this exciting manifestation conversation. So what's the relationship between hypnosis and manifestation? So hypnosis allows you to bypass your conscious brain, right? And get into your subconscious. We have different brain states, alpha, theta, beta. And a lot of these frequencies, you can tap into creativity, you can tap into your trapped emotions or memories that are repressed. And a lot of these things, when you think about it, 
when you think about the subconscious mind, the subconscious mind runs 95% of who you are. It is the program that is your identity, your beliefs, your your actions that you take, the way you see the world, right? So your subconscious mind really is the is the it's the driver, right? And so if you're able to access your subconscious mind, you can shift your behaviors, you can get around those limiting beliefs that are st- stopping you, keeping you in fear or scarcity mindset. Hypnosis really gets you to the root cause of your behavior right behavior is never the problem behavior is the symptom or it's the it's the secondary action that you take to to get something right protect myself to have more success or whatever the case may be and so with hypnosis you can really use that process again to get past the conscious brain that says that's not possible this will never work it's too hard just give up now and you get past all of that and you get into the subconscious mind and start giving yourself new suggestions I'm amazing. I can do this. Even if it's hard, I got it, right? So now we're getting into growth mindset, right? And you really can shift your identity with hypnosis to create that next level version of you that has, is being, and doing all the things that you want. So hypnosis is a way to, it's just a much more efficient way to manifest because I'm not like, I don't have to work so hard on changing my own mind. I can just bypass my critical mind. Is that, is that how you would describe it? (laughs) Yes. I'm looking for a way to cheat. I'm like, oh, so. Yes, but I I struggle. (laughs) It is, it can't, it is faster. I will say it is faster. Uh I struggle with the easy, hard part (laughs) (laughs) because I struggle with the easy, hard part because I don't, again, I don't think it's, when you have such deep rooted beliefs, it's going to take work to change those. It's going to take work to shift those. And again, focus, repetition, commitment to creating the idea or the belief that you want. Your thoughts, you have a thought and you have it over and over and over again, it becomes a belief. And that belief is what you take action on. Right. And so if you're able to consistently change your thoughts, you begin to change your beliefs. And so that is when you change who you are, right? You change your identity. And then those are when the actions begin to change. I am somebody who works out because that's what I love to do. It's who I am, right? I oftentimes don't have to struggle so much to get motivated to work out because I love to do it. There are other people who really have to get into their mind mind about it and realize, you know, I'm just a person who works out. I'm a person who eats healthy. I'm a person who who focuses on my business. Okay, so it's not about manifestation involves work. And whether that yes. work is done through hypnosis or alongside hypnosis or in other ways, there's there's no easy path. There could be a more efficient path, but work is involved. Got it. Yes. I it's summer, it's Terrell. No, no, okay, and this is the thing that I was I was like, I literally was just about to say, I don't want to tell people that it's hard, right? Like, this right. is why I'm saying, right. I mean, you can choose to believe it's easy. You can choose to yeah. believe it's easy. You can choose to believe anything is easy and still commit and do the work. Yeah. I, I, I guess what I am trying to stay away from is creating an environment where you don't have to do anything. 
-hmm. And maybe you don't have to do anything, but that's kind of like the consequence of that action, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nuanced. It's nuanced. (laughs) So I'm curious, how did you become a hypnotist? So I, what drew me into it or... What yeah. my training? So I, a lot of the things that I use with my clients, a lot of the holistic modalities that I use, breath mm-hmm. work, meditation, hypnosis, I've was using on myself. You yeah. know, I knew that there was a block. I felt there was a block for me to get past this level in my in my business. Again, when I was working with this coach, I was like, I just don't understand why I'm not showing up the way that I want to. I don't know why this isn't really working. And I started looking at mindset, you know, in any personal development, they always talk about mindset. And and I, I was like, well, how there clearly is something inside of me that's stopping me from speaking my truth or really seeing myself as abundant and successful. So I started listening or hearing about hypnosis and decided to try it. And my first session was super profound. I realized that I was carrying a lot of shame and a lot of guilt from a very, very young age, I learned at probably like four or five years old that there are aspects of me that were considered bad. And it was stopping me from seeing myself as as somebody who could be a leader, as somebody who could help people. And within that shift, a lot of things happened. You know, um, A lot of things changed. My relationships changed. I did see a big shift in my social media presence. And it was up and up from there. I'm still doing, again, as you peel one layer away, you find out that there's a whole other layer. So I started getting interested in that and wanting to investigate that. And then I realized this was something that was tangible, really wanted something tangible that I could talk to my clients about and help them. I wanted them to be able to understand their behavior. Right. Okay. So this has been, I feel like I could talk to you all day. This has been such a fun conversation. I love your passion and your knowledge in this area. I love wrapping up our guest expert interviews with a question that sometimes has a very different flavor. And that's the case. It's different from the rest of our conversation. But my question is this, looking through the lens of the online business space, right? We both have online businesses. If you could write a new rule, if you were in charge and everybody just agreed that like, yes, this is the way we do things now, what would that rule be? Oh my goodness. (laughs) Again, there is no one way to do something. And I think I used to get so caught up that it has to be either I need to have all of my feminine energy connected and da 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 da, and that's the only thing that's going to attract soul clients, and you know, or I need to have all of this masculine energy where it's just process, process, process. And I could find myself spinning in circles trying to figure out how to do this right. And I think that we really want to speak more to saying like, you pick and choose, right? Like you're at a buffet and you say, this is how I'm going to do things. And this is what's going to work for me. And there's enough to go around. There's enough to go Mm -hmm. around. Mm. Yeah. Yes. 
I love it. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show. This was just a really fascinating conversation. My big takeaways are like, there is a balance between belief and action, but, and if I have the beliefs and expectations that align with the picture I want to create, the actions can unfold with more ease or momentum. Ooh. That was my, my big yes. takeaway. Yes. That part right there. Like that is, right? that's the thing, you know? And again, I think for one last note is like, allow yourself to just be in this moment, stay very present in the moment and recognize how you're feeling. If you're feeling pressure, if you're feeling anxiety, if you're feeling stressed about taking certain actions, maybe step away and do the things that you love to do and fill your cup up, fill yourself up with that and then return to it. Or maybe that's a sign that you need to delegate and give that to somebody else. Thank ease, you. Ease and flow. Yes, ease and flow. I appreciate it. Thank you Perry, so much. Thank you for coming on the show. It was really fun to have you. And thank you everybody for, for tuning in. Be sure to check the show notes. Follow Terrell on Instagram. His reels are mwah, magnificent. <laughs> Thanks, folks. We'll see you back here next week. Thank you so much for tuning in to Coaches on a Mission. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Do all of the things <laughs> to show your support for this show. It is so helpful for us, and it also helps other coaches find this show. If you want to take this episode further, please follow me on Instagram. I'm Dallas Travers Biz Mentor, and every week I turn our episode into a week-long mini course on my Instagram page. It's designed to help you apply what we talk about during the episode to your business in a super tangible way. So let's be Insta friends. Head on over to Instagram and look for my new handle. Again, it's Dallas Travers biz mentor. You can do that now and you just might find some funny reels while you're there. So believe me when I tell you it'll be worth it. Okay. Thanks again for tuning in. I truly appreciate that you make time to listen to this show and I hope you have a wonderful week.